What's up, everybody? No ad today, so instead of an ad, what I want you guys to do is take five seconds right now. Whatever you're listening on, hit that follow, like, subscribe button. Make sure you're following the podcast page. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or if you have Apple Podcasts, do us a favor. Head to our page on Apple Podcasts. Scroll down to the bottom. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. It takes 30 seconds. It helps us grow. Really, it's a win-win for fucking everybody. So head down to the bottom of the page. Five-star rating and a review. That's it. Enjoy the episode. We got a fucking killer one today. Welcome to the kickback. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Tonight we're coming to you live from Keith's dad's condo where he's having a nice little kickback. I want to thank everybody for coming out. You know, we just came over from the Your Mother's a Fat Bitch Awards show and there's just great energy in there. So we're really feeling ourselves. And I'm trying to figure out another way to eat this. So I'm like, I'm just gonna snub it. Why don't we get like a keg and throw Kickback. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Gordos and Gordettes, welcome back to another edition of Just a Kickback. I'm Corbin here with Pelly, and Pelly, we got a big one today. We got we got a big one. Sometimes we get big ones. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who would who would have thought? We got a big one today. I'm super excited about this episode. Yep, yep. We don't even know. We don't even need to fuck around too much in our intro because there's so much shit we need to talk about today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly. Let's just get right into it. Everybody on this planet knows that the early 2000s was just littered with random ass reality TV shows. That's just like, that's a common known fact. That will go down in every history book for every, throughout time, you know? And on VH1 exclusively, they had celeb reality, which was a whole nother genre. (laughs) And that included, you know classics like Flava Flav, Flava of Love that had classic. The Rock of Love with Brett Michaels, which was a Terrible. classic one. Terrible. Had oh basically anything if you found the word love and you put it into a name of a TV show, that was it. That that's how you made the show. Yep. That's yeah, essentially. <laughs> if if you were a celebrity that was bringing in less than five hundred thousand dollars a year, you immediately made a reality TV yep. show. That's what <laughs> exactly. <happens. laughs> yep. Brett Michaels and fucking Flavor Flav were perfect for that. Yeah. They were like, I don't know if I'm going to make tax cuts this season. I'm going <laughs> to make a reality TV show. It's true. God. Yep. <laughs> but, Pelly, this reality TV world was not all that it seemed. Not all it was cracked up to be. Although the, the bar is pretty fucking low, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's celeb reality TV. And they're not even celebrities. Like... The bar is on the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially there's no bar. Um, yeah. But there's a darker side of reality TV that we are going to talk about today. And this is where our story starts with Megan Howerman. Houserman. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck to pronounce her last name. Fuck it. Um, she was a former Playboy model who won a reality TV show called Beauty and the Geek. Terrible show. <laughs> Terrible show. And then she bounced around a rock of love. Um, and she was loved so much in the reality TV sphere that they decided to make her own spinoff. This company, 51 Minds, decided to make a full spinoff on this, this failed Playboy model. Um, she, was, she was smart. She had ambition, whatever. I don't know what these fucking guys see in these people. Like, it's the world's easiest job. Yeah. Um, so what they did is they decided to make um, Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire? Um, they did casting for that show, looking for dudes who were millionaires in random cities. 
they would have these casting parties and invite people to cast at nightclubs in Vegas. This is where they met our main character today, Ryan Jenkins. God. Terrible name. Terrible goddamn name. <laughs> I, I just want to get that off the bat. Already. I mean, without even knowing any of this stuff, the whole fucking industry of all of it is just insane to me. It feels like if you're a frat douchebag, this is what you should go into. You know, yep. you just yep. meet random chicks, you put them in random TV shows, and you travel to like Cancun and places like that. Not yep. a bad it's frat douchebag life. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't listened to our interview with Ben Hurwitz, go and listen to that fucking shit right yep. now. But this is exactly what he was describing. It's these black sheep of the family who yep. have no power anywhere else. And so now their life's mission is to decide whether or not your boobs are big enough <laughs> for fucking VH1, baby. God, exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I mean, you would think that they'd have some like vetting process for this. And they kind of did, you know, like if you're having these casting parties and you're going around like because, you know, these 51 mind dudes are also getting sloshed at these casting parties. Uh, There's dude, no doubt are, in my mind. And they're, they're just finding coke. Yep. <laughs> Dude, they're finding the, the weirdest looking guy in this snakeskin t-shirt and just bringing him over to their table. That That's what they're looking for. And then the background checks for this, like they'll have companies that work for VH1 or these things, like Collective Intelligence is this one company that does a ton for it. And they just give background checks. And usually they're pretty good. But for this guy, Ryan Jenkins, he was Canadian. So they had to go to this other company, Straight Line International, and... They couldn't find anything on the guy. So they're like, you know what? Sounds good. Put him on the fucking show. Put that snakeskin shirt on that show. <laughs> Dude, I, I, this whole thing is going to get way worse for the people listening. But for us knowing what's going to come, this is by far and away the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard yep. in my entire life. There's just nothing on him, so he's probably fucking fine, right? There was nothing on Hitler. There was <laughs> nothing on Stalin, right? <laughs> exactly. God, and one telltale sign that this dude wasn't going to work out is that he only brought one pair of pants to five weeks of shooting. And it's not that crazy, I don't think, because I think I do the exact same thing. Yeah, but, I was going to say. <laughs> if you're a millionaire, more than one pair of pants. You know, I'm no millionaire. I'm allowed to have one pair of pants. I'll make a million dollars. I'll buy a second pair. That's that's the rules. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I would be shocked if you brought more than one pair. Anywhere. We could go on a vacation, Pelly, for three weeks, and you would bring maybe two pairs of pants. <laughs> hey, maybe. And, and one of them would be sweatpants. I'm not knocking the dude for this. It's just the fact that he's supposed to be a millionaire. Like... Fake it a little bit better than that one. Yeah, yeah. The the fucking one pair of pants is a dead giveaway. This guy is just not a millionaire. Yeah. Um, but, but according to Megan, he was her favorite. They exchanged numbers, which I also think is weird that people like in reality TV shows could just text each other when they're not. Filming. I never thought about that. That's just wild. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Like, um. So she. Yeah. Go ahead. Like. Like. Obviously, you're going to pick the person you like the best and just text them. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could see them going off into little groups on the sides. Like, the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make it. It's not fucking reality. The glass is shattered, folks. Yeah. There's no such thing as reality TV. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, so she's texting him all this stuff. Like, you're going to win. I'm going to pick you. Blah, blah, blah. She went to the producers and was like, I want this guy, Ryan Jenkins, to win. Essentially, they fucking laughed her out of the building. Right? Mm. You're, you're, you're a blonde bimbo. What do you know about ratings? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like some classic, like, uh, J. Jonah Jameson shit. Um, <laughs> essentially, they were like, no, the viewers don't think it's a good idea. And politely told her, no. You cannot do this. So she sends him home, picks another guy. But then she reaches out and she's like, hey, it's a TV show. It's the business. I really liked you. I want to meet up with you. How? (laughs) This guy brought one pair of fucking (laughs) pants to a millionaire party. I know. I, I don't know. But she seemed to be smitten by the dude, you know, like, I don't know what it was. And so Ryan responds to this and he's like, uh, sorry, bro. Basically gave her one of those and was like, <laughs> yeah, already found a new wife, uh, met her in Vegas and we got married already. Like everything happens so quick for this dude. And, and honestly, it probably is that he was just trying to find a wife. That's why he's on these shows and doing all this stuff. But he's just a wild guy. Like two days after filming. I don't. I, I do not think he was trying to find a wife. I think he was. He was trying to prove to everyone. Yep. That he's not a one pants man. Yeah. This it. whole. This whole goddamn story is just about the fact that this guy wanted to prove to everyone he owned two pairs of pants. Yeah. It, instead of buying, instead of that one pair of pants he got when he was eighteen in Calgary, he he got it at the Tim Hortons. They had a pants sale outside of the Tim Hortons. <laughs> That's where he got his one pair of fucking pants. Goddamn moron. Uh, he, he bought it off of some homeless dude in Vegas before he went into the club. <laughs> he's walking around. He only has shorts. He's like, fuck, dude. I really need some fucking pants. And he's like, they got me this gig? I'm never taking these off. They're my lucky pants. <laughs> they smell like met, meth and rat sex. Yep. He's like, baby, these things aren't coming off. God. With sex, the pants stays on. That's, that's his motto. Jeez. Um, all right. So he's married to this bimbo. Um, no idea where they found her at this point. Um, <laughs> but the story is moving on. It, 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 it goes from one pants man being a fucking goober to a little bit more serious. Yeah. Um, so the girl that he meets, her name is Jasmine Fiore. I hope I pronounced that right. She is a body paint model for parties in Vegas and she does some commercial work. Cause why, you know, body painting doesn't pay all the bills. Mm-hmm. So what does she do? Pelly? She does late night call. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I mean, you couldn't have written this better. This, this, this girl, you, you really can't. Yeah. You, you really can't yeah. like it, it's textbook. That's what it is. <laughs> it, it is. It is by definition, the definition of bimbo. Yeah. And, and we don't throw that word lightly around no. here. We respect, we respect women. Yeah. But this, this girl is a bimbo. Yeah, it, I'm sorry. It feels like, it, it feels like bimbo should be an acronym for what, whatever they make these in whatever factory. You know what I mean? Where it's like, <laughs> what's that Will Smith movie <laughs> with the, with the robots? God, I, I robot. I robot. There it is. <laughs> 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 completely forgot <laughs> what's that movie with the robots <laughs> yeah how did you get that i have no idea but 
out of Belly, nowhere. You said the words Will Smith and Robot. You said the title of the movie while trying to figure out what the movie was. God damn. Oh man. All right, but she she wasn't she wasn't a total dumbass, right? She wasn't a total airhead. Mm-hmm. She had some aspirations, and that aspirations is be a personal trainer. Cause why the fuck not at that point? Hey. Um. She also had two serious relationships before this. Um. She met one man that she wanted to settle down with, and then she meets Travis Heinrich. This is the most Nazi name of all. It, it, it is a very Nazi name, Travis Heinrich. Like yeah. If his name was Hans Heinrich, it would be a little more Nazi, but that was his grandpa, and right, he was just right, torturing right. Jews. But we'll we'll get to that in a later episode. <laughs> it's actually our second part of this. We're deep diving into this Travis Heinrich guy, um, and they 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 got engaged, broke up, whatever. Um, but when they broke up, they became really good friends, which I find real weird and in, in shit, dude. I, 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 how? Which is whatever, you know. To each their own, you know. I, I I could understand it, but obviously this dude Ryan Jenkins just didn't handle this well at all. You know, like he no. apparently yeah. they were at some party with 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 this Travis Heinrich, uh, the Nazi SS officer, and his and Jasmine Fury, and he like punches her in the arm and shoves her into a pool, which is just off limits. Come on now, what are you doing? What what is this nonsensical behavior? And she stays with him, which is just ridiculous. If anybody ever pushes you into a pool or punches you at any point in time, just leave their ass. I'm telling you right That's now. That's not joking. That's, <laughs> That's a push not in joking. the pool could be funny. <laughs> a push in the pool could be a very funny okay, push in the pool. Push in the pool, but not <laughs> alongside a punch of the arm. But Right, right. So he goes down to Mexico to film his next show because they loved him at 51 Minds. That was the thing is they really, really liked him. And he goes down to film I Love Money 3. <laughs> and this entire time that he's down there, the the he's calling Jasmine and he's super pissed. He's like, where were you last night? You hanging out with Nazi SS? Like, where are you? <laughs> like, all this stuff. You hanging out with Joseph Mangala? Like, it just like, but all these producers at 51 Minds are like, you know what, bro? That's a great idea. <laughs> Let's let's focus on this. And they basically exploit the whole thing and they make it a huge part of the show is that he has this girlfriend but he loves money and he needs to stay down here to win money for the show. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It, it's a good honestly I'm not going to lie to you. It's a good ass plot for <laughs> I love money 3, right? He loves money. It is. <laughs> We're going to make it the goddamn plot. I also cannot believe that I love money one and two were so popular it deserved a yeah, three. Yeah, that right? I love money deserved a three in Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> they went to a tropical location to film that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, if someone out there is listening and they are above the age of whatever the fuck our ages yeah. are, I, I, for some reason I can't think of it right now, and, and actually watch and enjoyed these shows, please DM us on Instagram at just a kickback mm-hmm. because. We need to get you on here and talk about this shit because I don't believe there's anyone out there that actually watched this shit and enjoyed it. I just don't. And But then again, Corman, point counterpoint, I believe that if I was living in 2005 and I had a bag of Doritos on my chest and a blunt in mouth, <laughs> I Love Money would be the greatest show of all time. 
I'm like, would it not? I, I, no, it, no, it wouldn't. You know, the blood would be too little. You would need to be uh, uh, chasing the fucking dragon. Yeah, to yeah. Enjoy they, that shit. Well, exactly. They were probably this was probably the the main show for heroin addicts at like two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of shit that would play instead of George Lopez. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it just took that place. Eventually, George Lopez took the mantle, but this was the shit on right that was before Blair George, George Lopez. Yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. And then George Lopez, they were like, "We don't fucking need I Love Money." Yeah. Three. Jeez. Um. All right. So he ends up winning I Love Money three. Correct. He does, which blows my fucking mind. But we'll get back into that in a little bit because he goes and gets the prize money at one weird ass point. But wild <laughs> that these guys liked him that much. Like, yeah. God, are they just adverse to red flags? Are they colorblind? Like, this dude was covered in them. <laughs> I just don't get it. How do you not? How do you not after like the second or third call with with him just berating his girlfriend about where he's being, being like, you know what? <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna be honest here. There's something up with this guy. <laughs> he 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 might not be the best. You know, there <laughs> there's something about this guy right here. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, they they can't quite put the finger on it, which is why he wins. I love money. Through. Yeah. Um. All right. So this is where things get real dark. On August thirteenth, two thousand and nine, the couple checks in at the La Bruge Hotel in Del Mar, San Diego. <laughs> I killed that fucking pronunciation. Yeah, you fucking that. murdered that shit. Yeah, that <laughs> that was uh, was that Corbin or a Frenchman? I don't know. <laughs> um they were there for a charity poker event whatever um important detail they were caught leaving on video at 2 30 the next morning they were last seen together by a witness at the ivy hotel a nightclub in san diego at 4 30 in the morning also why is a club called the ivy hotel that's just confusing yeah it's very confusing i i can imagine an old couple going in there like trying to check in and it's just a fucking douche, 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 douche. <laughs> honey what's going on like just the, the, the ivy hotel thinking they booked it at the, the del mar down the street but yeah i just God. i could also picture two old people just not realizing what's going on and trying to find someone to get them coffee right oh yeah <laughs> you would not believe the flight from vermont <laughs> And what happened to piano music? What is this bass dumping? When I came here in the 60s, like, yeah, I could definitely 100% Mm -hmm. see that. Yeah. I I would fucking do this. Me and you travel to San Diego for fucking PodCon, because I'm sure they have that somewhere. It's probably San Diego. I want to stay in this Ivy Hotel. Yeah, and in reality... The only way to stay in this Ivy Hotel is to buy a table and just order bottle service throughout the entire day. <laughs> like, like it, it's like 12 noon. You order bottle service and, like, some eggs. I'm fucking that's your, I'm that's down your with meal. it, dude. I'm down. <laughs> we'll just sleep in the booths. Like, you'll be like, buddy, you need to get the fuck out of here. You'll be like, nope. I paid for bottle service for three goddamn days straight. <laughs> God. Yeah, so the next morning um, – Ryan Jenkins is seen leaving his hotel, the La Oblige, and... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, all right. I <laughs> killed it. Yeah, but, I killed it. Now that makes you feel but, better. So this was August 15th, and on August 15th, he took her body, stuffed it into a, a suitcase, beat the hell out of her, and cut off all of her fingers and toenails. I feel like and, part of that was backwards. 
fingers and toenails first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. He beats the hell out of her. Yeah, he yeah, there we go. Strangles her, throws her in the suitcase, cuts off her fingers and toes, and throws her in an alley behind Buena Park, California, like the true fucking scumbag that this guy is. <laughs> he truly is just such a dick face. Like, you have no respect. I want to fuck this guy. But... Wait, so, wait, 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 Bally, Bally. What? <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you went to pause when you were thinking, and it came out as, oh, man, I want to fuck this guy. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not at the bimbo emporium. I don't want to oh, fuck this guy. God, that's like some, all other bimbos. But hey. high quality shit right there. <laughs> and but so the, because of this because he he's such a scumbag they couldn't even identify her until august 18th and the only way that they could and did identify her is because of the serial number on her breast implants i just like i want to go up to that that the the plastic surgeon whoever did that and just give him like a like a medal of honor, you know, like you know when Obama's behind the guys, yeah, the yeah, president yeah. putting it on it onto the jacket, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just one of those like douchebag Floridian TikTok plastic surgeons, <laughs> like Doctor Sex, and he's got the big muscles. Doctor Sex, <laughs> I'll make you feel good. <laughs> you need a bigger dick? I'm Doctor Sex. Like those guys are all the exact same. Like, where'd you get your medical degree? He's like, oh, yeah. Tijuana. And he's just flexing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, University of Phoenix. I took I took three summer courses. Now let me cut open your tits. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But hey, they they do some great things sometimes, you know. Yeah, who, who I don't said? think on purpose. Yeah, fake titties, fine bodies. That that's the quote right there. That's t-shirts right there. Fake titties, <laughs> fine bodies. Oh <laughs> my God! You struck gold. Let's do it. We're putting out a T-shirt that says "Fake titties, fine bodies." Fake titties, fine bodies. That's how yep. it is. Yeah, we'll be. We'll, we should become a true true crime podcast, <laughs> and that's gonna be our the name of our goddamn podcast. Yeah, fake titties, fine killers. Uh, I forget. I, I honestly already forgot. You already it. forgot it. It's a, it's I, a I, name. You forgot it. <laughs> yep. All right. So moving on. Two days. After he uh, he does the deed, he calls the police who reports her missing. Says she went out after the poker tournament that we had mentioned mm-hmm. earlier at uh, Hotel Ivy, Ivy Hotel, the club. Mm-hmm. Before we get into the next part, what errands are you running at 5 in the goddamn morning? The last time they were seen is at 4.30. <laughs> Not only 5 in the morning... Five in the morning in a city that you don't know, hammered. Because <laughs> I'm presuming that they were fucking hammered. So have to be. You're just gonna let you're just gonna let your girlfriend walk out and be like, oh, I'm, I'm running errands. I'm going to get milk. Like, what? <laughs> All right, sweetie. Someone's gotta wake your ass up. I'm going to get eggs. Like, what, is she just like a a, a pack a day cigarette smoking father from the seventies? I'm getting yeah. milk and cigs every morning at 5 a.m. That's, 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 that was the routine. Yeah. Someone's got to read the paper. <laughs> so, someone's got to do it. <laughs> uh, what are these Russians up to this time? <laughs> Flapping the paper open. 
<laughs> she's turned from a she's turned from a blonde bimbo to an angry racist seventy year old. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> um, so after he reports her missing and somehow claims that she was running errands at five in the morning after partying all night, he leaves their apartment in Vegas. Picks up his speedboat. I don't know where the fuck he got a speedboat from, by yeah. the way. He just had a speedboat? Wild to me. I guess I guess he must have gotten it from his his winnings or whatever it may have been. Because oh, I think around this time he goes down and gets his winnings too. Oh. Well, that, that makes sense. But, like, also, yeah. why are you playing a reality TV show giving up months of your life to win a fucking speedboat? <laughs> In landlocked Nevada, of all places. Like, <laughs> and yeah. he's from Canada, so it doesn't get much better. Yeah, it really like, doesn't. Like, where are you going to use that? I don't, in a pool? You're just going to buy your house and as a pool, it's just a giant fucking 20 foot speedboat in the back? It's ridiculous. It's not like it's a yacht, too. You can't just throw it on a dock and, and throw bangers on it, right? That probably fits like six people maximum. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. true. It's probably like an 18 foot logic. Yeah. yeah, this guy's logic is is the lowest of the low in terms of criminals. Yep. Um, while he's in Canada, oh no, no, wait, 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 I misspoke. He contacts the police, or the police contact him on the seventeenth. Currently, he is in Utah. Why he's in Utah with a speedboat again? Terrible decision. Mm-hmm. You have a speedboat. I okay. I'm pausing it again. You have a speedboat. <laughs> Why don't you go to the coast and take off? Honestly, take that speedboat. Boom. Japan. Cross yeah, the Pacific. Japan. <laughs> no. Anywhere. Go to fucking Alaska. No one finds you in Alaska. Alaska's like, not, it's not even the United States. I'm pretty sure you need a fucking passport to get to Alaska. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. What? We're just gonna we're gonna gloss over that one, but <laughs> you're telling me Alaska is not Canadian? <laughs> I'm not, I, don't, I don't have I a response to is Alaska not Canadian? I don't have a response. To no, that one. I understand. It's DM not us, actually. DM us at just a kickback. I answer the question: Is Alaska not Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> I understand it's the United States. I do. But well, it's bas- yeah, me, it's basically it's, Canada. Yeah, at this thank point. you. If anything, it, it's Canadian and Russian. There's, it's yeah. not the United States. Uh, it, it's right. just bad. No, no, that came That's out really is. stupid. That, that <laughs> almost was worked worse than I want to fuck them. Um, <laughs> that was that was all time all time moments right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I almost Pelly. I almost didn't say anything and cut it out to be nice, but I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing, so I had to talk about it. That's on me. Got um, it. So he's in Utah with this speedboat. Also kind of funny to imagine him just throwing like four wheels on the speedboat trying to get it to run yeah <laughs> he's trying to drive it up to utah um <laughs> so contacted by the police on the 17th tells him he needs to go back to canada for some integration stuff immigration stuff and bounces just a just a classic criminal yep. move so that next day uh on the 20th the warrant finally goes out for his arrest and that's because he dismembered uh, fucking Jasmine, because he's an absolute scumbag. And on that same day, he's in Hope, British Columbia. And him and another blonde, fake tittied girl pull up in a silver PT cruiser to some motel. And the guy specifically remembers that this girl gets out of the car. He doesn't. And 
starts making conversation with them. Like probably one, this dude has the most boring life of all time. You know, you're a <laughs> motel owner in Hope, British Columbia, and and someone walks up like. You just you any anybody is you're gonna remember exactly who they are. This dude had this oh, story yeah, of down course. pat. He <laughs> sees more moose than he does humans. Honestly, though, and he just happened to see like a wanted murderer that day. <laughs> so just another day in the laugh. <laughs> just another day. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like this is the same part of Canada that is like Mississippi. In, in right, America. yeah, yeah, uh, naturally, yeah. If you, the more northern you get in Canada, the more southern it is, yeah, in the United exactly. States. It's, it's, it's the, same, the opposite, it's like opposites, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. perfect, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. But so, uh, she ends up leaving this other girl, and he's last seen the 21st walking out of his room to go get the paper, disheveled as all hell, and Hopefully. yeah, naturally, he goes back in. And then that next day, or two days later, when he's supposed to check out at 11.30, they find him dangling from uh, his clothes rack, uh, this guy and his nephew. And honestly, Corbin, that's what you use a belt for. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'll get back to that in a second. This guy killed himself with his nephew? No, no. The, the nephew... Of the of the owner walks in with the guy and finds oh, him. Oh, oh, okay, all right. I was like, Jesus Christ! And and now you finally know what a belt is used for. <laughs> it's to hang your scummy self after you fucking kill your girlfriend, wife, <laughs> wife. Yeah, that's that's why people use belts. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That see that to me makes a lot more sense that than holding sense. up a perfectly good pair of fucking pants. It makes yep. sense. Yeah, and oh, it, it makes sense holding up a perfectly good fucking scumbag from his clothes <laughs> rack in Hope, British Columbia. God. And that's what we call, ladies and gentlemen, taking out the trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously this dude is dead. Clearly it was him. They didn't – I don't know if they had a trial or anything. They probably didn't because obviously I mean, justice was served. Yeah, I mean justice wasn't served, but yeah. justice was served. And in in a sort of way. Um, but what this really did was beat the ever-living shit out of reality TV people. Which, honestly, what he did was really fucking Thank bad. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> but, but, like, yeah. someone had to put a stop to it. Someone uh, did. Yeah. It just, it just happened to happen in the worst goddamn way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so this sent literally everybody into a tailspin. Unbelievable consequences coming out of this. Erica Worth, the founder of the security check company, um, found out by the TV. She would then try to contact the other company, Straight Line International, which did mm-hmm. the background check on this guy. <laughs> but they they wouldn't respond at all, so all the responsibility falls on her. They lose 13 out of 15 employees overnight, and the business crumbles into pieces. Now these guys, these guys end up suing Straight Line International for eight hundred ten thousand dollars, which to me seems really fucking low for a goddamn murder, right? I mean, it is. <laughs> it it is really fucking low. Like why? Like I don't know. why not up a million dollars on this yeah. one? Like you 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 let a, a murderer on not one but two TV shows where he almost won one and then won the other one. That's got to at least be seven figures, right? 
Yeah, honestly, though, it has to be at least seven figures. Like, I mean, for me, the funniest part about this whole part is that the Straight Line International people were just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't respond to that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're getting email after email, like, huge crisis. We need you to respond. Please tell me. And they're just like, nah like we're not gonna until the fucking like feds get involved and they're like (laughs) fine we're getting fine we respond to this lady i just that is it's a terrible move but you got to give it to him you got to give it to him to just flat out ghost right (laughs) yeah flat out ghost like at that point disband the company pretend it never happened just run yep. away, run away as fast as you can, because you know you messed yep. up. Yep. <laughs> I would, I would fucking. You'd see me in in goddamn whole British Columbia, talking talking to fucking southern twang motherfuckers or northern twang motherfuckers <laughs> up there. Yeah, that'd be northern me. I'd just grow twang. a beard and live in a wilderness, like fucking into the wild. If I got this call, you'd never see my ass again, Pelly. Yeah. Ever. Exactly. Yeah. No. And. The funniest part about Straight Line International is it's definitely two us-like motherfuckers <laughs> just getting things in like, yeah, it looks good, sends it back. Like, this is the easiest job. And then the one time. Like, this job's the fucking best, dude. They just send me, they just send me profiles mm. of dudes who wear fake Rolexes. All I do is stamp yes. <laughs> I just stamp yes. Yeah, well, in reality – Fucking Ryan Jenkins had a, a battery assault charge and uh, like uh, I think it was a domestic assault charge in Calgary yeah. and just beat the hell out of his last girlfriend yeah. because he's a fucking scumbag mm-hmm. and he deserved I, to die. I right. still I wanted to go back to this. I, I mentioned this earlier. I wanted to go back to this. How in the first reality TV show, Megan Wants a Millionaire, did Megan look at this guy and be like, stand up guy, let's get married. Yeah. How does how do people like this exist? I don't get it. I I don't know. And that's the whole thing. It's like I hate the whole nice guy trope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm a nice guy. Like, wow. Well, like, but at the same time, there's a whole other end of that, and it's dudes like Ryan Jenkins who consistently do horrible, shitty things and are just prancing around with. But then again. That shows off on these people he's just prancing around with. You know what I mean? True, true. And the entirety celeb reality industry. If there's one thing to take away from this, it's that everybody who ever made a celeb reality <laughs> show is just the worst person you've ever met at a bar. <laughs> all in one room. <laughs> yeah, it's just some motherfuckers who couldn't kick that college coke addiction. They ended up, they ended up <laughs> making reality TV. <laughs> They kept, they kept saying, they kept goddamn saying, eventually the handicap stalls will disappear and I'll get a real job, mom. Never happens. Yep. But nope, nope. It just becomes a handicap stall at your office yep. yeah. in, in, in California. Yeah, so. now they just have bathrooms dedicated to cocaine and your job is to okay yeah. orders. Yeah, or, or you just have the corner desk that you do cocaine Right, on. yeah, you don't know, have to leave your desk. <laughs> Fuck it, your, secu- your secretary's not going to say shit. Yeah, yeah, so... After all this, not only was, was the security companies in a tailspin, but VH1 themselves was completely, like, they're still coming back from that. I mean, VH1, at that point, was on par with, like, MTV with all these things. And yeah. after that, it really, really fell off because all of these celebrity reality shows just started to die off. Like, first off, they completely 
deleted everything relating to uh, Megan Wants a Millionaire completely. And I Love Money 3. Both of those shows you can't find anywhere because this dude Ryan Jenkins was on it. And it makes sense. Like, you want to just distance yourself completely. And then the best part about this is all the frat dickheads at 51 Minds were sued for $12 million because of this. <laughs> and they all lost their jobs. Like, yeah, I'd fucking hope so. I would hope so. God, could you imagine? Like, God, that would just be the complete blind side. You think you're getting ready for, like, Big Brother Mars, and you're just walking into the office. <laughs> you're walking to the office like, I got a great idea. It's like, yo, Trent, uh, we got sued. $12 million. And it's like, fuck. I can just imagine now. Now I'm picturing a big boardroom, right? They're like, they're like, get ready for the next season of Big Brother. We're taking it outer space. You hear like a loud bang on the fucking window, and they're like, they're like, Jim, Jim, shut the fuck up. We're getting sued. (laughs) Like, fuck, stop, cancel Big Brother Mars. Everything's done. We're getting sued. Uh, And yeah, I mean. It, it crippled them. They never did another thing like that again. Like, all these shows that they were under just kind of – they ended. And they were just like – they they were gone. They were pariah in oh. the entire industry. Oh, man. Which is I really fucked up that pitch. <laughs> Sorry. I completely interrupted you, but, but I, I completely fucked up that pitch. The pitch should have been, this year, Big Brother, bigger than ever. That's what it should have been. <laughs> Big Brother, bigger than ever. Yeah. Big Brother Mars. <laughs> Honestly, wouldn't put it past Elon to make that show. No. Just to bring it all back. I hate yeah. Elon, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah, Elon, we're not going to He completely killed SNL, too, by the way. Not in the good way. Like, he was fucking terrible. Yeah, Just I mean. absolutely abysmal. Yeah, don't put him on any of these reality TV shows. But the final piece of all of this that I want to bring it back to, and you said it before, was that. He won I Love Money 3 and went and picked up the check for it with his speedboat (laughs) after he murdered this girl. Like, what is the thought process? I'm I'm sorry, Pelly. There's probably no thought process, but I'm just picturing now him just trying to fucking get the speedboat to go through the Nevada desert to somehow make his way to Cancun. Um, but I'm, I'm, yeah, he's like Napoleon Dynamite's mom who got hurt, like in the sand dudes as she's <laughs> riding that thing, but he's in a speedboat. Right. Yeah. They just, yeah. He threw, he threw fucking four wheels on it. It was like, this, this'll do whatever, yeah. whatever helps me escape. I think this guy went and picked up the check because he knew he was like, I'm going to need a good ass attorney for this. How much do you think he won mm-hmm. besides the speedboat? I'm assuming he won the speedboat. Honestly, I think when I was doing my research, it was only about 5k. He really didn't win a lot from this. Oh my god! Because Jesus a lot, of, and this whole thing also burst that whole reality show bubble. Because one, producers pick exactly who's going to win each and every time. Yep. They recycle all of these picks from other shows just because they know that they fit well. Yep. And you really don't get a lot of money because one, all these producers got to get paid, and tax cuts every single place that you go you're gonna get tax fucking reamed because it's a tv show true yeah i didn't even think about that 
I yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's just so little amount of money to be like, I'm going to make a career off of fucking reality TV show, right? Like, even yeah. even this Megan girl at the beginning, she was on three. How much do you think she was worth at the end of the third the third one? Obviously, Megan Wants a Millionaire is taken off the show, right? She's mm-hmm. probably worth 40 fucking bucks and some fake boobs. <laughs> to, to put in perspective about how much she's worth... She heard about Ryan Jenkins, um, this whole thing, when she was in the shower from her roommate. <laughs> so if, if you want to know how much three reality shows makes you, it's enough to get a roommate in LA. Right. That, that's how much. That's, that's at minimum one, right? She's probably got four <laughs> yeah. in a two-bedroom apartment. She's doing, she's doing the Honestly. classic sweet mate shit you did freshman year of college. Yeah, and this was 2009. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. I always, uh, now everything seems so fucking weird to me with, like, coronavirus and shit. Like, just people hopping from one reality TV show to another. Such a concept now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, just, it's just bizarre. It's wild. Um, yeah. So. But it's crazy. So, more of the story is, Pelly, I feel like uh, we were all over the place with this, but it was because this is an all-over-the-place story. There's, there's no real beginning, mm-hmm. middle, or end. It's all just sort of fuckery thrown into a timeline, right? That's exactly what yep. it was. Moral of the story here is, if you know a dude with one goddamn pair of pants, just just don't trust this guy. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and if you're out there, if you're out there making a respectable living, painting your boobies, and getting, <laughs> getting horny old guys to call you, don't marry the first guy that comes up to you with a fake Rolex and a leased Jaguar, right? No, please. A <laughs> leased Jaguar. Yes, like, it's exactly, I know that's what this guy was yeah. driving. But, ah, uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. God. But I just want to say, you could still trust me because I only have one pair of pants. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. That's not fair. You have one pair of pants. But you have like three pairs of sweatpants and a bunch of shorts. So technically, fair enough. Technically, you don't. You don't. Although yeah. I, I did live <laughs> with you for two years, and I only saw you with three pairs of pants the entire time. So <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But, but hey, hey, in all fairness to that too, we ate oatmeal for a week straight and just oatmeal. So our funds were not great. Funds were yeah, definitely low. <laughs> but hey, they were better than Ryan Jenkins. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Belly, you are. Uh, but yeah. Let us know if you guys like this episode. We want to do more like it. We got a crazy one planned for next month that you are going to be absolutely fucking ecstatic for. Um, oh, yeah. I'm jumping, not going to give any sneak peeks. Jumping at the bit, huh? But, yeah. I, I know they're going to be, so. <laughs> the, the people want more true crime. So we gave you more true crime. Mm-hmm. But if you don't fucking like it, yep. stop listening to the goddamn true crime ones because they do well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Man. Um, yeah, all right, Pelly. Thanks for tuning in. Pelly, what? You got anything else? Oh. Oh, wait. No, it's right here. I got it. Die up, baby. Die up, baby. Grinding out the mud, damn it, every day. Every day. Trying to do me dirty, get you out the way. I'm a fucking animal, and you my prey. You my prey. Run the ball, pussy, make you underlay. Trying to do me dirty, get you out the way.